Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language, mature themes, and mentions of a child's death. When on the hunt for a bounty, make sure you follow these rules. Ask questions of the locals. Strangers always stand out. Offer coin for conversation. Gold will always loosen the tongue. Don't rush into action. Patience can pay off. But most importantly of all, never hunt with your heart on the line. I'm not letting Brown escape this time. This is the Fair Wild West. Let's be legendary. So back into your realm, and then make the roll to go from your realm to the house. Oof. It's a wisdom... Check. Check. That's not so great. Nine. Use luck. Use luck? Okay. What's that? Thirteen. Thirteen, so eighteen. That's enough. Okay. So make the con save, so... Seventeen, eighteen. Yep. Okay. You're all good. You make it back home. So you wanted to go back to the old city? Yeah, but I'm having trouble with the logistics of it. Like going there? Because I can open a door there from inside the house, but then the donut would be out here. You want to try backtrack to that oasis? I was thinking that, yeah. Back okay. to the, the oasis. I can try to track back there. It was in the Barrens, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How many... It was about two days back the way you had come. Okay. Watch out for the fucking worms. Mm-hmm. Renal can come out if she wants. Oh, yeah. But if come. she wants to hang out in the house, I don't blame her. I also would like to hang out in the house. <laughs> Maybe we can have shifts. Just hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Just hang out. Like one of us is in the, the pool. Yeah. While the other two are chilling. Dr- yeah. Chilling off. Ch- yeah. And then, yeah. 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 Over the course of the next two days, make your way back to the oasis. While we're on our way. Mm hmm. I'm continuously, like, holding my pendant. And I'm also, like, sending thoughts out to John. I don't... Tell you doesn't want to say it's praying, because that really sounds weird. <laughs> but she does want us... But she is, like... Technically, she's praying that he's okay. Or that he wasn't affected. So she's, like, sending thoughts... Badly? Yeah. So she's, like, sending thoughts his way. Because this affected him, too. Mm-hmm. So she's worried. She's genuinely, like, concerned about him. That was a face. On day two, you're just continuing these in these thoughts, just hoping that he's fine. Yeah. Have you conveyed this to me? I think you can. Like, I haven't, like, outward. She hasn't outwardly said oh, it. Do you, have, do you have to poop? You have to look on your face. No, I'm just thinking. I'm just. She has been, like, you've seen her, like, constantly, like, mm-hmm. touching her holy symbol, which has three of them on there. But John's is the one that she, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like, worries, I think. Yeah. 
I'm fine. Did he say that out loud? He said that right next to you. Can you, like, wear a bell? Is it there? Yeah. Oh, look, it's bad. I smile. Hello. <laughs> How did you manage it? What's a crystal? We just smashed it. We spent three months in the grove. Ah, that explains both things. What? What explains what? And look at you kind of expectantly, like... I'm fine. I'm... He smiles. Like, actually smiles? Not yeah. his, like, sad boy smile? No, like, actually smiles. Sad, bo- sad boy smile? Right. Okay, a wait kind of, like, glyphs. You <sighs> sure? I... I was able to speak to the others. Really? Nods. You've changed quite a lot. In ways you can't even imagine. <laughs> and... Like... She looks kind of... Seems cons- kind of concerned. It's like, beautiful. Oh, well, good. Cry. <laughs> Not gonna cry. For a bit of scale. Before I was here, I was... About ten miles north of Crankshaft. You couldn't do that before? My awareness only spread over maybe, maybe a hundred miles. And it took concentration to maintain even that level of awareness. Now, I'm certainly not omniscient, but I am a good deal more knowledgeable than I was before. We were worried. Yes, I know. Well, I was worried, but I'm, I'm glad, honestly. Kisling's kind of, as they're talking, she's kind of turned, not turned away, but kind of look, poking at the, pressing at the, um... Oh, Renal, this is the warden. Hi! <laughs> Hello. Yes, but if you want, you can call him. Yep, 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 yep. He also goes by John. John. Look at you. Not not the one. You. John. Nice to meet you. Yes, that's a great name, too. That's a great, easy name. Very salt of the earth. Very simple. (laughs) (laughs) And not something... A fae would spend three months working on. In my defense, I didn't spend three months working on and I came up with it in like three seconds. In any case, thank you for making that choice. I'm glad it was the right one. Me too. And again, she's kind of mm. pulling at that spot in her chest. Right choice. <laughs> what? Ah, uh, choice. It's always a funny thing. Oh, so... Well, you don't realize what a gift choice is until you can't make as many. (laughs) And let me tell you, once you aren't able to make as many choices, you realize really the only true wrong choice is no choice. I got a pretty good poker face, but I'm picking up what you're putting down, Gaspard. But still, like... Hmm, what an interesting take on things. Hmm? I'm very glad you're right. Yes. And, 
I can now put down on my resume that I killed Anthonius, so... <laughs> Not that many will believe you did it. No, I don't intend on telling a lot of people, actually. You best not put it on your resume, then. Yeah, I'm not going to put it on the resume. It's fine. Um, no, that, that just seems like... I walked on the moon. Who can walk on the moon? You can't walk on the moon. She'd kick you off. <laughs> she would. <laughs> so you got to talk to the other gods? Yes. Spill it. Since now, wait a minute, wait a minute! I was waiting for you to catch that. Selene <laughs> <laughs> suddenly looks just like like it dawns on air. So, you spoke with the other gods? Yes. Were you all in the same place? Relatively. At the same time? Relatively. Enjoying yourselves in each other's company? Relatively. You know what that sounds like to me, Gaspard? Here it comes. That sounds like a bounty. <laughs> so I think you have to amend what you told me before. You know, in uh, her defense... Oh, wait. You knew she was a fae. I'm just saying. Yes, Celine. We have parties. Yay! Selene is so happy and toes are killing. You wolves didn't try and kill each other yet, did you? Ooh, it was a very good bounty. He and I have our differences, and we respect that we will occasionally clash. All right, well, to make this any less awkward, I'm glad you're all right. Yes. We have been worried. I have been worried. So... Be sick, I guess. You as well. May your road be clear as you travel to your destination. Here's open. I don't know what kind of well-wishing to give a god. Good luck. Good luck, have fun. <laughs> GLHF. He gives a genuine smile. Talia hops off her horse and gives him a hug. He hugs back. Oh, I want one too. I want one too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Waiting in line. <laughs> I give him a hug. Yep, he hugs back. Good to see your girl's pal. Good to see you too, Celine. You squeeze and get back on my, get back on my house. Safe travels. The warden wills it. And he's gone. So that was the other god we knew. You hugged a god. Yeah. You could have too. <laughs> I just imagine she just shit a brick. So that was Gaspard. His name is John. He is the warden. His name is not Gaspard. Celine is convinced. No, he goes by a bunch of different names. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Please do not call him Gaspard. It is the dumbest fucking name. You know, you should maybe, you know, it's a good thing you said that after he left, you would have been very pissed at you. <laughs> Shh. Tyler just looks exasperated. <laughs> so even you're exasperated by this, this... <laughs> Lost tiny child. child. Lost yeah, yeah, yeah. Child. Yeah. Well, I'm sure as a warden, I really need to reconsider this religion thing. The warden's a good one, really. He is nice. We actually mm. met him before we knew he was the warden. And uh, He made me breakfast. God made you breakfast. Just her. With my... He did give me back something, though, so... It's a good choice if you decide to reconsider the religion thing. Uh-huh. The wolf as well. And the moon. And the undertaker. Okay, 
slowly, <laughs> slowly, okay? Not, like, how many things you got going on over there, Talia? Just I mean, like, four. Yeah. Just one over here. Okay, yeah, but. I mean, two of them I grew up with. One of them is recent. And uh, this one isn't technically my deity as much as he is my boss. Father-in-law. And father-in-law. Boss and father-in-law. Yeah, okay, you two, you, <laughs> see, you two are just like rampant. <laughs> With with God, I, lousy with God. You know what? Maybe lousy I, with God. La, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Lou, lousy with God. I'm just like, may, okay. I might be reconsidering my reconsideration. But no, no, uh, no, no, no. It's really good. It's really cool. I mean, you yeah. get you get fun powers. You get to you know bring people back from the dead. You know, it's it's. I mean, I doubt I'd ever be a cleric, but you, you mean you, no, I'm you, never gonna be a cleric. I mean, you could. You might. Good. Well, now apparently. Yeah. It's a lot easier. And sleepwinces. Anyway, Oasis. Hey, Renal, what, mm-hmm. what are you going to do after this? If you're still interested in going to get brown. I mean, all that money. But, like, what are you doing after that? Shrugs. I don't know. District 3 seems kind of a, a waste. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been over to District 2, and there's beautiful mountains over there. Yeah? Yeah. Might, might go check out that, see if a couple of old fogies I know are still kicking. Sounds fun. Well, we're probably going to head back to Airpike and see what's going down with the militia. Good luck with that, hot mess. I'm staying well the fuck out of it. I do call it a hot mess. I call it a good time. Okay, yeah, teach their own. <clears throat> I hope we don't get to have to stay in Airpike, though. Why? I don't like Airpike. I mean, it's fine. It's where all of our people are, but... Yeah. Which is why I like being there, but... I don't know. I miss the woods. miss the mountains. Did you go up to, uh... Who is it? Clearwater? I suppose. Maybe. Check on, uh... Risden? Ritzcracker. Ritzcracker? <laughs> Risden? Yeah. Well, I mean, she's got enough money. Yeah. Now we'll figure it out. Yeah. Alright. Alright. things first. Let's get to the Oasis. Let's get to the Oasis. Figure out if you can do anything about legacy. And then I need to get to Brown. Yeah. Finally. Although, Talia has considered like eight times on the way to this oasis. Like, once we get there, I want to go home, but I want to kill Brown. But I want to go home, but I want to kill Brown. She has debated over whether eight times to just say, I want to fucking go home. But she. And let someone else playing clown in? No. Nope. This is a matter of how pride much, now. How much is he worth now? 500,000? Still? That's the last we heard. 500,000 gold buys a lot of waste potions. This is true. Alright. Well, you really want some plebe to bring him in? No. No, see? Yeah. But I have you. I really want to go home. But! I want that, I want that gold. Yeah. And I, want, and I want you to finish this. Me too. Oasis! Oasis. You make it to the Oasis. It is just as cool and, well, as cool as it can be in the yeah. middle of the desert, but. Mm. It's that grassy, like, pondy, yeah. tree-y. Oh. Okay, I go to one of the palm trees and I open the door to the realm of pale shadows. Okay. Check on my rabbits. <laughs> They're doing good. Okay. Check on my mice. I'm patrolling the outer reaches. Nothing to report. Nothing to report. Okay. 
So I go to a tree and I try to open. Was there any doorways in Martin's in, thing? Yep, Martin's shelter. Like a lot of the places had shelters. Okay. Uh, around them. So yeah. All right. Just um, I just go with mountains then. Okay. Okay. That one. We're gonna use luck. Okay. I think I have. No, it's a new day. Mm-hmm. It's a new day. Okay. Uh, okay. fourteen. Okay. Okay. And then con save. Con save. Luck. Two more. Two mm-hmm. more. Okay. I don't know where to go. One more. Oh my god. Okay. So it's um seven. Okay. You do take the point of exhaustion. But I get through. You get through. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> that one that one bitch it, didn't it? Yeah. As you step through to the other side, the building is lit up green. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Right. <laughs> I slam the door and say to the green calvings, oh, shut up. Right, that'll tell, that'll show them. Do, do, do they stop? Yeah, as soon as the door closes, they stop. See? Okay. <laughs> the old city and Kalundar just slightly to the south is everyone starting their morning rituals and slowly the, the town is coming alive with people going about their morning routines. Do I see Sylvakia anywhere? Uh, not in the immediate vicinity, but you know where she was staying. Okay. I tell Talia, I'm going to see if I can find Sylvakia. All right. Can I have your cap of disguise? Yes, of course. Uh, Renal and I are going to go. Don't you, have one of your so- Don't you have one of your own? Yes. Renal and I <laughs> are going to go see how we get down to Breakbeak. All right. Yeah, you go. We'll be back. And... Renal and I don our caps of disguise. I don't know what she. I don't know what she looks like. Are you Fen? Yeah, I'll go with Fen. Fen's easy. Okay. I know Fen. We're old buddies. Yeah. Just remember that tell, to tell Renal that when she puts the cap on, she's got to come up with a story. She has to. She's standing right here. Oh, right. right. Just remember. <laughs> just remember when you put this on, and when you choose a disguise, that is not just a disguise. That is your persona. You must embody them. You have to know everything about them. You have to know their backstory, and you need you need to know where they were born, and their family history, and their relationships. Whether they have cat ears. Whether they have cat ears. She looks at you, puts the hat on, and nothing changes except she has a mustache. Okay, we'll workshop this. Uh, you, you, you got yeah, this. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. this. You got so this. So I grab an all. Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, while they're workshopping that, I'm going to go to where Sylvakia lives. Okay. Uh, you go through the streets back to the, the structure that had been turned into multiple living spaces, and you find her outside. Uh, looks like she is uh, getting ready to head out for the day. She sees you, though, and as soon as she sees you, she makes a, a beeline for you. Oh. Thank the gods you're here. Something happened. Um, yes, something something strange. Uh, come uh, c- come with me, please. I follow. Uh, she takes you back inside, back to her living space. So you remember when you were here last, how I, I told you of, of dreams I was having? Of, yes, I remember. Well, the past the past couple of nights, I can hear her. She she speaks to me. What did she say? You didn't. You, did you speak back to her? 
Yes, I... You didn't make any deals, did you? Deals? Exchanges uh, of... Well, she promises you some sort of something, and she it might be worded very vaguely, and... She told me... Tell me exactly what she said. I know who she is. She is an old story. Something that our elders passed down in the tales of those such as Rarkar, Zalsara, the desert flower. It is said that when our ancestors were traveling the deserts, Zalsara came to them and provided water and shade to protect them from the sun. She is the goddess of oases and respite. The goddess? I knew that when I heard her before that something was familiar. I heard her stories as a little girl. Celine looks concerned but interested. Maybe it's not a thing. I'm sorry? Nothing. I... Please go on. Well, I, I hadn't done it since I was a teenager, but when the pain was unbearable, I would call out to her, goddess of respite. But she spoke to you. She did. She said, and she looks like a little, she has this expression of confusion and kind of panic. She told me how she had chosen me. That even though she could not answer, she heard my, she heard my cries as a child, and that she would have me help, help the people to heal. And can you? I do not know. I take out my bone dagger. Uh huh. And cut my hand. Why? Heal me. Reach into your heart. Find Zosara's words in your heart. I. I don't yet that's going to get infected. And she goes down and picks up a canteen, mm-hmm. comes over and takes your hand and starts to wash out the wound. As she pours water over the wound, it closes. Ah, <sighs> what? Congratulations. I... Seems as though Zosara has chosen you as one of her clerics. I... I cannot... Why? You have called out to her since you were a child. Your but, faith is true. But I cannot be the only one. Most likely not. You may be one of many now. The world may have changed a bit over the past week. Do you feel like there's anything else you can do? Create light on objects or um, mend things. Maybe create sounds that were there. At the mention of mending things, she goes back into her possessions and picks up a uh, a broken cup. Mm-hmm. It, sh- it looks like she had been uh, starting to piece it back together using like an adhesive, trying to like put it back together. But she takes the pieces in her hand, and thinking back to what happened with your hand, she picks up the water canteen again, pours some into her hand, and starts running the water over the pieces, and as she puts them together, they each fit perfectly into place and meld together. Well done. There's... uh, there's something else. Oh? I did not 
believe it until... I still don't know if I believe it, but she told me that I would have the power to to turn away legacy, to turn away the sickness. To cure it? I I don't know how. She's, she said I, I could turn it away. Celine looks thoughtful for a moment. Since you are a cleric now, there are going to be a lot of things that you find that you are able to do with the power that your goddess has granted to you. One thing that we can do is, by channeling the connection we have to our deities, we are granted certain abilities. For example, I can milk a creature for death and impose the Undertaker's authority on it. I can also, if one of my allies is critically wounded, I can reduce some of that. But the first thing I learned how to do, using this channeling, is to turn away the undead. The undead? It wouldn't make sense. Legacy is a disease. It's not undeath. But then again, and I think back about, I think back to what we learned. It might be. Yeah. Try this. Close your eyes and concentrate on what your goddess means to you. What she represents. Purity, respite, healing. Taking all of that. Once you've gathered that feeling, impose it on yourself. Impose it on the invader that is legacy. And then imagine yourself free of it. I need to make a persuasion check. Okay. Because this is all completely new to her. She's kind of freaking out a little bit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you okay? Do you need to sit down or something? <laughs> Do you need a drink? And you're trying to get her to sit and focus while that is, like, the last thing on her mind. Okay. So, give me that persuasion check. 19. Okay, so she does sit and does her best to follow your instructions. And I talk as good. Mm-hmm. 17 on the die on her religion check. She sits there, breathing. There is something. Yes? Something. Something that does not belong. And suddenly, in the small space, there's a cool breeze that smells of hot desert sand. Also the smell of green and flowers along with it. Suddenly, separating from Selvikia, this spectral form leaps from her that starts as a duplicate of her shape, but then in the few feet that it travels, morphs into a humanoid shape of energy that then disperses. What? What just happened? I think you turned away legacy. Hi. Can I do a medicine check on you? Yeah, go ahead. Natural 20. Natural 20. Uh, Looking her over, you can immediately see that she is no longer holding herself as if every movement hurts. There's still kind of that tension there because that's just sort of her natural position 
of like holding herself in such a way that any movement could hurt. But that discoloration to the skin, that that sickly discoloration is gone. There are still sores. Those may take time to heal. Uh, and there is still scarring. But you think it's gone. Sylvikia. <sighs> Do you know what you just did? As she looks up at you, she is... Tears are just streaming down her face. You have found the cure for legacy. Wordlessly, she stands up, wiping away her tears, picks up her canteen, and heads out the front door. I follow. As she goes, she starts like pulling people aside and telling everyone to gather in, in the center of the old city, telling people to go and bring as many as many people as they can. As she makes her way towards the center, a large crowd starts to gather and follow. I'm also helping, telling mm-hmm. people to come and follow. Follow Sylvikia. She she knows what she's doing. She's got this. You get to the center of the old city where a well has been dug. And she steps up onto the edge of the well and looks around at the gathered people. And immediately you can see on her face that, why the fuck did I do this? What the fuck am I doing? Oh, give the baby some encouragement. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm standing like in, off to the side uh-huh. and uh, she's standing on the well. Mm-hmm. I, I reach up and pat your leg. You got this. She takes her canteen and with everyone looking up at her, expecting her to speak or something, she just says quietly, By the goddess of oases and respite, I call upon you to purge this sickness, this legacy from these people. I cast guidance. And she takes her canteen, opens it, and pours it back down into the well. She just stands there, eyes closed for a moment. And then, after a pause, there's that same breeze, except now it's more like a forceful gust of wind that flows out from her to all the surrounding. And from the edge of the well sprouts desert flowers, traveling out for a couple of feet in every direction to everyone gathered in the square, which isn't everyone in the old city, but several dozen people scream in surprise and then joy as the shades are forced from their body, purging legacy from them. I'm smiling. Oh, she looked as she opens her eyes, she swoons on the spot, almost ooh, ooh, ooh. falling into the well. I got, I got, I get you, I get you. <laughs> she, you. You did it, you did it. She falls back into, falls back into you as you ooh. like help her down. Yeah, I got you, I got you. I, you did it, you did it. No, Salsara. I smile. Don't argue with the cleric like when they <laughs> give their god credit for something. Clerics. There are still more. I can help. I... You might not be able to do this more than once a day. You might need to rest. 
I think she can do it twice a day. Yeah, and she Which did she, it. She, 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 she did it twice, yeah. You might need to rest after that. The ability will come back to you in the morning. In the meantime, I can help. Thank you. Don't thank me. You're welcome, but no need to thank me. I, I, I really didn't do anything, and it's fine. Where is, where is Father Martin? He could help. Oh, Martin. He chose to stay in Anzanopolis. Why? I... He said he would be better served there. Yeah, g- give me a deception <laughs> Yeah. Natural, natural 20. Actually, <laughs> roll that. Damn! Keep That's, this dice. It's two in a row. <laughs> I tried to persuade him otherwise, but... He promised he would come back. That's what I told him. He said they'll understand. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. But in the meantime, I can help. Okay. Can you gather more people? Yes, yes. She stands up a bit sturdier now. And like everyone is coming to her, asking her questions and thanking her. And she's telling all of them about about the dreams she had and how the goddess of, of Oasis and Respite gave her the power, gave her the ability that this is all thanks to Zalsara. You help her cure several dozen people. No, you know, so here's what I do. When she mm-hmm. gathers people, uh, gathering at them at the well, mm-hmm. I tell her, do the exact same things that you did before, but without actually... Why? Just trust. Okay. So I have her do her, uh-huh. her the performance she did before, and then like standing behind her, I turn on it. The first time you do this, she gets kind of a sour look on her face. Like she understands what you're doing and is uncomfortable with what she feels is a deception. I give but... her a look like, what? Y'all are the ones that figured this out? But after seeing like the result is the same, she feels a bit more comfortable. Good. And tells the people that this is, that it is thanks to Zalsara that she discovered how to cure legacy. Mm-hmm. She's part of their community. They don't need to be, oh yeah, remember when that stranger came through and cured legacy for us. Like, no, no, they don't need that. <laughs> Jumping over to Talia and and Renal. Oh yeah, uh, how do uh, we... So you talk with Renal and she did the mustache thing to fuck with Celine. That would... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was brilliant! You caught me! No, she uh, she puts the cap on again. And she keeps the same height because of the whole like weird thing of like if you do somebody shorter, yeah. there's you're still actually that tall, just but so she she keeps the same height, but makes herself actually uh, look like an orc. Uh-huh. What is the gist of what we get? Like how do we get to break beak from here? So go go ahead and give me an investigation check. Uh, Renal's helping, so I also do it at advantage. All right, so 21. Uh, so asking around. Um, also, actually, give me just, a, like, a general charisma check. Uh, we'll call it persuasion if you have proficiency. 18. 18, okay. Uh, so asking around, Break Peak is way down south towards, uh, like, it, it's on the coast. Of the ocean? Yeah. Okay. Uh Everyone you talk to is telling you it's at least it's a dangerous close to if not a little more than a two week trip down by horse. 
Are there and pathways to follow, or...? No. That section of the desert. In fact, you had remembered hearing back a while ago, hearing about small settlements disappearing under the sands. That's the area where whole communities that had tried settling out in the desert would just be swallowed up. How did? The, how does anybody get to Break Peak then? Without like, a, without a fucking death wish. Anybody you ask that question to will tell you, Calcanar and the airships. You're a hoe, you know that? <laughs> so it's airship or deadly horse travel. Yep, pretty much. It's dangerous shifting sands for two weeks. How long in the airship? Maybe four days. Four days? <laughs> Talia proceeds to whine like a tiny child about it. Uh-huh. But ultimately comes to the conclusion that she's not going to put their horses in danger. Or oh, you're a pregnant wife? Or the, yes, that too. <laughs> right, you're pregnant? Yeah. Is that Yeah, yeah, I just, you know. So, essentially, the, the easiest way to get to Breakpeak is going to be traveling back to Kalkanar and taking the airship. Fine. As you're going about asking these questions, there's some commotion going on. People coming and going and acting excited. This goes on for a little while before you start, like, recognizing some people. Like, some people you had seen in the old city. Oh, okay. Like, coming through. And at first, people around are like, you're supposed to be in the old city. Get the fuck away from me. Before, like, it clicks that these people don't have legacy anymore. We leave Celine alone for five minutes. So yeah, after we get that information, we kind of book it back to the old city to see like what's going on. Yeah, and you find people gathering at the center of the old city around the well. And while Celine is there, you see Selvikia standing up on top of a well, praying and power radiating out and these shades, these malformed first ones being shunted out of people's bodies. Oh. Ooh, can I, uh... Seeing that... Uh-huh. Can I, like... How, do, how does this work? How did, how did she move into that, like, weird space? What do we call it? We called it limbo. Uh, how, how do I get into that? Do I know how to get into that? Usually it just happens naturally, but like, can I like, how do I get into it? Make, I'm gonna say religion, or well, you don't, do you have religion? I don't have religion. That's intelligence based, so it's a minus two. Guidance! Um, I can try. Yeah, make make a religion check. 14? You take out grave silence. In shovel form. Grave silence in shovel form. And following an instinct, turn it around and plant the head of the shovel into the ground. And things shift. Suddenly the sky goes from coming on midday to suddenly that infinite starry expanse with far too many stars in the sky. You see as the undead are turned, these forms are 
ripped from their human hosts, these first ones, and you see them as these chaotic, shapeless forms of energy. That is interesting, because as they are ripped from their hosts, they immediately start to lose cohesion and disperse. And you see the door. You see the door, but it keeps flickering in and out of existence as these first ones are ripped and then dispersed. As they disappear, the door disappears with them, and you are left with the impression that these being purely constructed forms of energy, as they are falling apart and being dispersed, don't hold enough cohesion to actually go through the door. Mm-hmm. Okay. That would that was my question. Okay. I take the shovel out of the ground? And things suddenly go back to normal. Alright, that's something to practice without having to do that, because if I'm rooted to the ground while I'm in there, that's kind of defeats the purpose. Alright, well something to practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I go over to Celine. Hey, what what's going on? Oh, Sylvikia found the cure for legacy. Oh, was that it? Yeah. What was it? I just switched to night speak and briefly explained what happened. Ah, you didn't tell her that we like smashed anything. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, keep don't, don't, no, 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 let's no, no, no. not tell let's, people let's that. Let's keep that on the normal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even with your help, Celine, it ends up taking a couple of days healing everyone with legacy. Mm. You kind of take a backseat to it. You you continue taking a backseat to it, letting Selvikia be the front of this, as she is a member of the community, yeah, and yeah. you feel it's more her place. It, yeah, I, I don't think it would be appropriate for me as a stranger to come in and... I know what you need, you people, that mm-hmm. I am not proud of. Just met. Yeah. Now, she does ask you several questions about being a cleric, despite mm. being completely different gods and mm. even different cultures. The powers are very analogous to... I, I tell her a lot about my own practice, but I don't tell her how to perform ours. Yeah, uh, she, over the next couple of days, starts to learn how she connects best with her goddess through the symbols, the, the giving of water the desert flower, uh, life of the desert. I do ask if I can... Uh, every time she turns undead, does the... Do the flowers come up? Um, not every time. Hmm. But that cool, refreshing air hmm. is a pretty consistent thing. That brief respite from the hot sun... Hmm. At one point, when the flowers do pop up, mm-hmm. I ask her, I was wondering if I might keep one of them as a keepsake. She nods as she thinks about it, and she goes and picks one for you. It's a uh, large pink and white blossom mm. off of a succulent-like plant. Mm. Thank you. You don't... I... You... I, I know, but... You have been of help. Okay, I will accept that. <laughs> Where will you go next? Back to Calcanal, I think. And then to Blake Peak. Oh, that is... That is a way south. Uh, I do not know many people who have traveled that distance. 
Yeah, it's uh... I have heard that the Twelve have little influence down there. Oh, really? Wonderful. Talia, like, pokes her head in out of, like, void space. No, oh, really? No, no, Talia's cooking. Oh, that's true. Actually, yeah, Talia would be cooking. Yeah. Holy shit. As soon as she figures out, like, I can cook for these people. Hell yeah. <laughs> she can be useful. <laughs> she can help, like, the old ladies in, the, in like, the cooking tent. Yeah, let's do a banquet, ba- banquet line. Let's do this. <laughs> she gets a furrowed look on her face. Actually... Would you, um, would you come with me? I need, there's something I feel I should do. Of course. She actually gathers a couple flowers and in a, into a basket hmm. and leads you a little ways outside of the old city to an area that is a bit towards the irrigated fields. This area is less desert sand and more like dry, compact earth. And she leads you to a large pit that has been dug that is full of wrapped bodies. We are, we are instructed to burn our dead to avoid, to avoid the spread. Cast Detect Evil and Good. Looking uh-huh. for undead. Okay. Does legacy persist after death? You cast the spell and nothing shows up. Makes sense. But it also makes sense that they would want to bounce the bodies. I mean, if they didn't know that it was undead, that yeah, yeah, makes yeah. total sense. Yeah. We haven't been able to for a few months now. It is the dry season and we cannot light the fires or without risking crops. I see. She comes around to what is sort of a path down into the pit. It's very steep, but there are these wooden stakes set into the ground with a rope to help go down. She uh, comes down into the pit. She starts going among some of the bodies. And while they are piled on top of each other, as there are too many to just all lay out individually, uh, they are still laid out as respectfully and neatly as possible, wrapped in linen. Mm-hmm. You can see spots where other people have come and, and left things. Sometimes it's food, sometimes it's a desert flower, or some other offering of remembrance to go along with the person. I will leave one of Cortez's feathers. She goes among some of the bodies, leaving desert flowers. I just follow, mm-hmm. solemnly. Uh, the last one she stops at is Minera, the old woman that you had helped ease her passing. I don't say anything. Just quietly being there. If she wants to talk, then I will listen. But she doesn't need any platitudes I would give to her. And she doesn't say anything to you. Uh, you hear her reciting a prayer of some kind in a dialect of common you you don't quite understand you catch like bits and pieces as it is still common mm-hmm. but it's like Martellian common where there yeah. are cognates but it's almost its own language yeah i've also been flying to the undertaker to watch over these souls that we well not that we were too late to save but whose measurements have already been taken and from what you can catch she's offering a prayer to to zalsara 
that those who have passed may find respite, find their way to an oasis in whatever lies beyond. That's so nice. She eventually comes back to you. You you worship not Rarker, but... The Undertaker. He is our god of death. Do you... What? She thinks for a moment. Do you know what happens after they pass? A little. At least I know. A little. There's a door. A black door. That bears a symbol of the Undertaker. And I point to my crow skull. What is beyond that door, I cannot say. And I have not asked. It is... Quite frankly, not for me to ask. Not for me to know. What I do know is that beyond that door there is rest. Of some sort. She nods. We believe something similar with Rarker. It is not a door. Rarker guides the souls of those who pass on into the sky to dance among the stars. Celine smiles at that. Well... I'm going to head back. I need to rest. Okay. And she starts making her way back up the slope using the rope to help, like, pull her along. I come with. Actually, go ahead and give me a perception check. (laughs) 22. You're about to follow, Selvikia, when you notice that a body to the side of the pit, the linen has become unraveled. Perhaps an animal got down here at some point and was kind of digging through things. Uh, You see a small hand sticking out from the linen. A small hand? A small hand. I go over to it. You come to the body of a child. The hot air has dried out the body. Not quite mummifying, but... It's clear that she's been here for some time. Can I tell how long? A medicine check. Fifteen? At least a couple months. As many as four. Just a child. And it looks like someone had left an offering of food with her. And an animal had come down and tore away the linen to get at it. There's dirt strewn on the body. Put my hand on my stomach. Death is not the tragedy for me that it is to so many other people, but seeing someone so young who has already had their measurements taken still affects me. So before I follow Zulvikia out, I brush some of the doubt off of the corpse as carefully and respectfully as I can and rewrap the linen. Brushing away the dirt and rearranging the body, when suddenly a shiver passes over you as your chest, the center of your chest, goes ice cold. And there's the sound of a door cracking open behind you. Turn around. You turn to see the door, black with a crow's skull, 
as it swings open, and standing just beyond the threshold is a little girl. As you look down at the child at your feet, she is wearing the same small dress, the same hair color. She looks up at you quizzically. Are, are you, are you going to take me home? Would you like to go home? She nods and I miss my mother. Celine nods and looks at the door. Usually this is Tony's job. No, I, I lead people to it. What do you think she's asking me to do? I nod. Okay. I reach out my hand. Let's go home. She takes your hand and there's this whirlwind of energy that blows out and it's disorientating and I hold on to her hand even tighter. All of a sudden it all stops and you are there with the body in your arms. Except it's no longer a corpse as she coughs and opens her eyes. <sighs> Linen and dirt falling away. Sylvikia? Sylvikia? What the fuck did you think you were doing? <laughs> Don't know. Winging it! <laughs> Holy shit! I started calling for Sylvikia. Sylvikia? Um, panicked. Panicked? Yeah. Sylvikia is already gone. But some other people, uh, thinking like maybe somebody fell down into the pit, come up and call down to you. Are you okay? No! Are you hurt? And some like are coming down to help you. I'm just standing there holding this this child. Yeah. These people, uh, a couple men come down and see you holding a wrapped body. Please put put her down. That. And then they see that she's alive. But my mouth is just open, like... She's... She's she's alive! And they, like, come up, and she reaches out as she recognizes the people coming to her. They take her from you, just... Good. Crowding around her, marveling that she's alive, and... She'd been dead for months. Yeah. She'd been dead for at least four months. Her body was beyond decay, pretty much. She was little more than dried skin and bones. How long do you usually... So longer than 10 days and certainly longer than 60 seconds. Much longer. And that cold feeling is still in your chest and it feels as if something was pulled from you. But the cold starts to recede back into your chest and fade as you hear a door close. Okay. Dad? Dad, I need to talk about this! 
as the little girl, as people are bringing her up, the first one, the first person that came down turns to you. What? What happened? How? What did you? I shake my head and without a word, I turn and I fly away. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm running away from my problems. Quite literally. <laughs> Why run away from your problems when you can fly away from them? Where do you go? Away. <laughs> Anywhere specific? Okay, at first it is just a random direction. Like, I need to get out of where I am and I don't care where I end up. Uh-huh. But I eventually circle back to where I know Talia is. What's mm-hmm. Talia doing? Talia actually has been helping out with, like, food and things, using what they've got from their stores that isn't a part of the house. But for the most part, there isn't much she can do and doesn't want to get in the way. So her and Renal mostly have just been talking with people Mm -hmm. and just hanging out. So they're near, not where Martin used to live, but like around there, kind of in the like the circle area or Mm -hmm. the the well area, just like offering to do random things, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They're trying to stay useful. Yeah. In the past couple of days, you've learned that uh, Martin's home used to belong to uh, a couple of people that had like used it as a communal space before Father Martin had come and requested a larger living space. Oh, well, he um he asked me to let the people have that back. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Motherfucker. <laughs> do Talia and Renal get any like wind of commotion? You'll probably fly faster over to us than we'll get word of that. Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I circle back to where I know Renal and Talia are trying to be useful. Hey. We need to go. Go? Oh, we need to leave this place. Like, tonight? No, now. Now? Uh, what's Seven, going on? Go in here now. Yeah, we're leaving now. Um, what? I go over to one of the doors mm-hmm. and open a door to the room with shadows. Selena, are you all right? I'll tell you later. Are you sure? I'm sure. Oh, okay. Well, we need to get to Kalkana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. We follow, I guess. Okay. All right. Yeah, you step through just as, like, the first word is starting to reach the circle of the girl returned to life. You are going to tell me about this, right? <laughs> <laughs> We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Fey Wild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review, or send a tweet about today's episode. Every little bit helps. Speaking of social media, you can find the links to all of ours at letsbelegendarypodcast.com, or in the show notes. If you're into community, we've built a pretty awesome one on Discord. You can find the links to that, too, in the show notes or on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. All episodes get posted there early, as well as extra series to follow, like Bonus Round and The Shadow Over Ravenloft. Links are also in the show notes and website. Talia Argent Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council. The Queen of Night and Magic is Jess Richards. And our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Audio producer and writer is Molly Hexcroft, pronoun she, her. Lead writer, editor, and audio producer is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Art director, assistant audio mixer, social media and community management is Megzi Sass Council, pronoun she, her, and executive producer, creative director, audio mixer, social media and community manager is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. 
Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Selene's Tarot Deck is the Marigold Deck by Amrit Esperar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.